My Get Up and Go on SAFM. Influential people doing well in their respective fields. Nicholas Nkuna, a.k.a. Nick Soul, tall, dark and handsome. Good morning this morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Good morning, uh, SAFM listeners. Uh, it's quite a morning. <laughs> T- tell us why. What's going on? No, because, you know, uh, no, no, I was supposed to make it there on time, but I couldn't. So I want to I, I apologize. I'm on, I'm on the telephone right now. Yeah, you know, the snooze button is a very dangerous thing to have, eh? Thanks, bro. You know? <laughs> Yo. Yeah, but you know what? It's a beautiful Friday. It's month end. It's, uh, there's many things happening this month, and uh, I, I choose to look at all the positive things I've been <laughs> you, 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 I've been talking about the positive things. You've been doing a lot of great work, both on television, uh, on 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 the on the silver screen, and now you're branching into music. Yes, sir. Wow, this music thing has it always been there? You see, what people don't understand and and actually know is that the music has always bef- been before everything else, um, and it's shocking because people are like, yeah, but. You know, the guy must that ex and that wear suits and, you know, that you know that always has a, a clean haircut. But, you know, the music for me forms every single thing, you know, every every single thing in my in my spirit, every single thing in my fibers, every single thing in my blood, you know. And I, and I think that music has also helped create the man as in the acting part of my life. Is that why you went to TUT to study musical theatre? Full force, yes, because I wanted to pursue something bigger, obviously, than acting and something bigger, obviously, than music. But the music has always been, yeah, the, the leading part of my life. In terms of the musicals, because, I mean, I, I think when people uh, got to know you better and appreciate your talents was when uh, you, you were this guy who had a very fishy eye on Skim Sam. <laughs> That was like years later. <laughs> that was like years later. I think television sort of introduced me to people because we, we live in a country where, you know, in terms of what we do is so, you know, everything is so selected. You know, people get to choose what it is they want to sort of uh, consume. But uh, in the theater space, I've been already with the Lion King playing Simba, you know, and, and still yet the only black phantom, you know, in, in Africa. So, I've, I've been in the space in terms of exploring myself as an artist and doing incredible things, but obviously the first time that this country experienced my work was in Kinsam, which I still really, 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 really am really grateful for. What, 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 what is it like playing Simba? Uh, I always say, you know, there, there are roles that will meet in life, you know, that will make you you or that will meet with you, the you that's along the way and and for me, Simba really remind, reminded me of me, and it, it investigated a lot of stories about myself, you know, about, you know, growing up without your, uh, your dad, you know, and because Simba literally the story. And it's funny because, um, you know, the, 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 the reprise of the, of the film is coming back, <laughs> like I think already on and launching in South Africa. Yes. But the story is very beautiful and universal in terms of where I was in my life investigated a lot of beautiful stories but you know it, it helped to heal me along the way and helped to show show me the rest of the world and, and you know I used to travel a lot and I, I, I you know started flying to Hawaii and Miami as so I was flying to 
you know, Mexico. I started flying so that, you know, the part of it was just learning the world, but part of it was really exploring me, you know, as a young man and, and how and, and that process of growing up. Wow. And uh, playing uh, Phantom of the Opera? That, that was by chance, I'd say, or by grace, you know. Um, because I remember the, the first time I auditioned for the role of the Phantom, I was so tired, I had taken a taxi from Mel Strait, you know, and I remember I was wearing a black suit, you know, well, black suit, hashtag, what could work for a black man? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, and I, I was in that stage singing the, the song Music of the Night, and then halfway that audition, I started sweating. Um, so I, I really got sick because I was, I was dehydrated. You know, four hours of traveling straight to an audition, you know, I don't think I actually had anything to eat. So I literally, when, when I was, I had to sit down and the panel, they were like, what's going on? So they had to give me a break, give me water, but I was weak and, you know, really like in the middle of a breakdown. But, but that in the middle of a breakdown, you know, gave me one of the most important roles in my, in my career. Wow. Sheesh. Weak, hungry, sweaty, tired, nerves, and you nailed it. Yeah, that's what a story. What a story. <laughs> Four hours later. <laughs> yeah, I know. And 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 actually, what the casting director of that show all the time when he sees me he tells us stories like you, you have no idea what a story that was. You know, in your younger years, in terms of how you've been able to break through all of that and not even understand. I mean, at that point, I didn't understand that was dehydration and exhaustion. Yeah, I was just, I was like, oh, oh God, why am I here? How, why am I feeling this? This is my chance, you know? And I wanted to be the best, show up the best. Yeah, at yeah. This. But I guess, you know, sometimes our brokenness, you know, contributes to our success. Yeah. So you had this hunger and you fulfilled it by nailing the part. Question is, do you still have that hunger? That hunger for me will never die, you know? I think the beauty, the beauty about being young is that, you know, all you can think of is wake up you know, and fulfill that dream. And when you get older, there's obviously there's many more responsibilities. And I, I think people can attest to that in terms of, you know, whether you're in parenthood, whether you're in responsibilities in terms of um, humanitarian and giving back to the community yeah. and doing so, so much incredible work. But I think for me now, you know, everything is, uh, has much food. And the way I think of the the industry is in this country, for me, What's been very important is, you know, is dating back to the Tyler Perry speech that he made for the BTs. Yes. You know? Yeah, is that, you know, I, my job is to be the example, you know, to, to all those little kids that come from where I come from. So that one day they can be, you know, be where I am. Or when I, when I do my work, they can say, wow, I'm so inspired, you know, and this is where one day I came to be. What was it like working on, on F. Saunders and uh, Saving the Land? Um, it's an interesting part for me because I, I do not at all, just to clarify, I, I mean, I, I hardly speak Africans. I mean, if not like 2% or at least 2 to 5% in terms of understanding it. But the African market has been a market that's, that has always embraced my talents. You know, it's been, it's, uh, even before F. Saunders, there's a show that we did for. SABC3 called Rurio Fute with Ibuzim Charlie, who's doing great on lockdown, you know, yes. Elsa Klink, all these incredible actors. Um, 
we did that that full first, then we did our full research with the two, and then now we're finally being on single line. But I think the market has embraced me, um, and and I think my important role when I took, when I took on this role in single line, I was like, when I spoke to the producer, I said, what is it that you want to achieve? Um, for me, it was important when I was joining the cast to know what is it that the producer wants to achieve. You know, and they said, we want to tell beautiful, diverse stories. We are in a world now, in a country, where there's a lot of beautiful stories happening, you know, and they are all interracial. They are all, you know, mixing. And I said, yeah, if if, if you want to tell that type of story, then send me. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Mm, I, I can just see the director saying, "Young Yonki, money worry ni man. On Sunday, no. I, I always say to them, don't forget that you're actually speaking to an African English speaking actor. <laughs> <laughs> so when you give notes, always remember when I'm on the set to 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 give me those notes in English. <laughs> are, are we ever going to see you sing in in Seven the Land? Maybe. Uh, I'm not sure. You know, I think my most important thing, even when I spoke to my agent, I said, get me a role where I can be, you know, a character that really, that sings and acts. But I just I, I just don't think the platform is for that for me. You know, I want to, you know, I want to be in a platform where really I can explore that because we're in a country where people are still confused in terms of, and I know this only if you were talking to somebody who said, if it's not like music, it's me, um... I know Simpio and Gemma does it a bit, you know, and I know Lerato Velasco does it a bit, but there's, there's really a few of us who, who are exceptional in, in the platform, and you're so in sort of multi, you know, doing the music and acting. Yes, so yeah. I think I would, I would think I'd, I would actually love a platform specifically made, you know, to be in a hashtag empire kind of vibe, hashtag backstage, you know, that type of show. Where, and I'm working on those things also as a producer, you know, to be able to, you know, to to, to explore that space. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, love, I mean, I, I'm enjoying myself as I'm but I don't think, I think Sianni Chaoke has a lot to deal with, you know, in terms of um, being a doctor, owning a business, excuse me, and also falling in love with, with, you know, a white girl and that interracial conversation. My most important thing is to keep that interracial conversation going and make it beautiful as we can, because there are many couples out there that are in interracial relationships and we have to represent them. Yeah, and they, some of them, it's actually quite rough because they have to weather the storm all the time. Yeah. Uh, now, talking about producing and all of that, I mean, not only are you, are you popular, famous for being on television, but in the movies as well. Talk to us about uh, lending your voice to Love by Chances. And Love by Chance uh, was actually produced by my friend, Samad Davis. Back in the day, we had he had produced a show called Top Actor. Yes. Uh, with me, Elvis Lawrence, and Francois. And, and we all end up in the finals, and obviously Elvis won that. But, I mean, that that opportunity of meeting, um, you know, all those incredible, incredible Hollywood talent, you know, uh, for me, that was, the, that was the beginning point, you know, in terms of setting my own standards and where I really wanted to work. You know, even, and even now, as I'm speaking to you, when we are really talking with you know international people and you know and international producers about about exchanging you know because that's what I've always wanted to do and and I, I never wanted to conform 
to say, oh my God, I just, I mean, I'm not an African actor, I'm an international actor. Yeah. And I've done that even before. And now I want to ex- explore the space even more because the world has suddenly, for some funny reason, you know, open to Africa, thinking it's cool. Africa's always been cool, you know? And that difference of, you know, of us as black people being able to offer who we are to the world, for me, that has always been beautiful. Um, so, so yes, I t- um, Love by Chance was a, was a great film. We showed in Atlanta, you know, and we work with people like uh, Terry J. Vaughan, you know, um, Daisy Banks. So it was really, for me, you know, yeah. That, that type of experience, I was like, oh, so we are the same, and everybody really is buying into African talent. And mm-hmm. and to be honest, the only difference I always say to people, you know, what what differentiates differentiates you between um, African and American is that it's, it's a flight ticket. That's all. You just want to buy a flight ticket and go. That, that's all. Because once you're that side, then we are all the same. Talk to us about hot ice. Oh God. <laughs> And you know that was, and and it's crazy. And and I can, you know, and I can look back to that moment and say, you know, Nick, thank you, thank you for for being an artist and and actually, just because Hot Eyes was an experimental, I call it experimental EP, yeah. where where I where I just picked songs, and you know, that was very close to a genre, but they were not necessarily piecing or falling in one genre. And I said, you know, just release this EP, so. And, and, I, and I feel like, like Gabon always say, I feel like as singers and musicians and, and crafters and creators, we get worried too much about what, what, what category or what group we should fall in. And that's a big problem. True and that. that becomes part of what's killing our music industry. I think artists should wake up and make music you know, and allow God and that creativity to lead them wherever it can. And whether it's in hip-hop, whether it's soul and R&B, whether it's in Afropop, whether wherever it is in this country, is so stark. In uh, but I'm an Afropop artist anyway, so I cannot do something outside of that. But I mean, the beauty of what makes international music great is that we, we, we challenge ourselves and we want to explore new things. And the therapy. Uh, I always I always say how how would I ever top that that album, <laughs> you know? But um. The reason why I wrote that album for me was that I wanted I wanted to communicate with a lot of guys, you know, in terms of in terms of speaking about your emotions and your feelings, because I had I had gone through a bad breakup that time when I was in the UK, but I was like, you know, let me sit down. How can I communicate my emotions? And and for me, that experience of being able to communicate my emotions came came therapy, and and it was so funny because. Not even just young guys, like older guys. Not even just guys, but women. Like everybody wanted to start a conversation about the album and saying, "Yo, dude, do you even understand that you you made a whole story in this album, and this album has become such an important part of society?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm glad." You know, when I wrote it, I, you know, I had a certain idea, but that idea became bigger and sort of encompassed everyone. Wow, wow, my brother. You know, looking at your career, what you've done, it looks like from long ago you already you always had a plan, and you're following that plan accordingly, and uh, you leave nothing to chance, and everything seems to be falling in place into place at the right time. Yes, sir. 
Fantastic. I wish I could play like you. I wish I could play like you. I wish we could have you in the studio, but it's all right. Let me say, <laughs> because I want to play that song featuring Rilo Utaliwami. Yeah. Yes. So I'm going to say thank you for joining us. Hopefully next time we will have you in person in studio so we can chat more because we'd love to play the song. So, have a fabulous weekend. Work hard. Groeti mensen, Rabe 7 Alliance, and uh, hey, power, power to your hands for, for making sure you use your talents and uh, you make yourself available. Much appreciated, uh, Nick. Thank you so much, and I'd like to wish every single person and one of you, all your listeners a beautiful, uh, prosperous, and really a happy weekend. You too, my brother. Best of luck. Thank you. That's uh, Nicholas Nguna, actor, performer, musician, you name it, he's done it all. He calls, he goes by the stage name Nick Soul, featuring Rilo from his album called The Therapy. A song called Udaliwami, two minutes to Favras FM. Moms and Lulis standing by with the news at five. Elvis Preslin with First Take SA on the other side of that.